0: Riding 25 years of Jaguars football. Jefferson is uh, now being escorted off the field, but he was hit several times, guys, by ice and other debris.
1: It's Wednesday, November 6th. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by the Field Auto Group. And now, with 25% less lollygagging,
0: jp shadrick (laughs) just wait until this bye week though the lollygagging will be back and welcome into jaguars happy hour presented by the fields auto group early edition on the final day before we close up shop until monday jp shadrick senior writer john osier with us hi john
1: you made it sound like an extended break it's only four days oh it's more than it's more than normal yeah it's it's a bye week. It is the bye week. week.
0: The Jaguars are 4-5. and Here's what's coming up on the show today. Quarterback recap. The change was made yesterday by Doug Marone. We'll look at the AFC South and see where everybody stands and what's coming up for all the teams in the division the rest of the way and kind of compare schedules. Wide receiver Chris Conley not with us live today, but we caught up with him in the locker room yesterday before the players got away. We'll visit with him coming up and some players to watch in the second half. All that's coming up in this program today. Biggest news, of course, this week is the quarterback news. Nick Foles coming back as the starter for the Jacksonville Jaguars after the bye week. Doug Marone confirmed that yesterday he played a quarter for the Jaguars. And then here comes Gardner Minshew off the bench. And, you know, talking to to Conley and hearing from Coleus Campbell yesterday and hearing from Doug Marone, of course, you know, the the players are extremely grateful for the way – Gardner Minshew went about his business the way he kept his focus and his poise, and kept this team together. Really, mm-hmm. on the offensive side, he finished four and four. It wasn't perfect. It was sometimes a rookie performance, sometimes a performance you would have never thought uh, would come out of a guy like that. And he kept this team and this franchise afloat. They're four and five, and they have a chance now with Foles
1: coming back. Well, it's it's interesting that uh, for eight weeks. We sort of rode the wave, and it, and it was a choppy wave in this sense. You'd have two weeks where you thought, you know, no way in the world does Minshew not start going forward. Then you'd have a week where it was, eh, and you just wondered where the story was going to take you. And probably with that last game, it's as clear as it was throughout the entire time that Foles is the right choice. And I, I understand there are people who feel differently than that, there are people who wonder, well, should you start him for the franchise going forward and all that? But for the most part, it feels like there's more of a consensus and more of the body of work where people are saying, yeah, we love Gardner Minshew. We're incredibly grateful for what he did. But there's no doubt in a lot of people's minds that right now the best chance to win is with Foles. Interesting, JP, usually with something like this, with as, as an emotional as this thing felt for seven weeks— you would have a feeling in the locker room of, oh, I'm not sure, or maybe even a feeling within the organization of not sure. Mm -hmm. There hasn't been any inclination on Twitter from players that, hey, we should have gone, you know, nothing like that. Mm -hmm. The team, the locker room, once they get back here Monday, I expect it to be foals, all in, galvanized in that direction. And to me, it turns the Colts game, November 17th, Obviously it's critical. But if you win that, then you're five and five. I like think every player in the locker room next week will go into that game feeling fresh start, feeling week one ish, you know. Now if you win that, all of a sudden you feel like you've you're you've beaten the best team in the division. You're only I oh, would that put maybe a Half game out, all of a sudden it tightens it back it up. It tightens it a little bit, yes. It's a huge game for, in fact, and it's a huge game in feeling. Yeah. In Indianapolis
0: game. No doubt. And then they get through that one, then you go on to Nashville and see if you can break the curse up there. and right. They haven't won there in a long time, and then it's game on. You're back home for three out of the, the last five in Jacksonville the rest of the way. You see the schedule and your screen
1: coming up. And we'll but, have a chance to talk about what you, what you just said next week. But you mentioned the Colts and the Titans, to me interesting thing about the next two games, two weeks once we get back next week. The Colts, even though they're in first place and I think there's still an argument to be made for them being the best in the division. It's not like the Jaguars in recent years have matched up poorly against this team. Even last year when the Colts in, in the last 10 games of the season were the best team in the division, they were on a roll. The Jaguars should have beaten them up there if if not for sort of the Jalen Ramsey uh, brain fade game, Mm -hmm. beat them here. This is a team that historically, I I don't know that they've matched up very well against the Texans in in the last uh, two years, but they have matched up well against the Colts. Titans, you say, well, they don't match up well against them. Well, they sort of got over that in week two. So I don't know that these next two games are going to have a feeling of uh, can't win, something's against us, et cetera, et cetera. I think the players, certainly on this team, taking the fans out of it with the Tennessee stuff because that's all there. I'm guessing the players in the locker room are looking at going, you know, we beat the Colts and, and I shut them down with luck last year and should have beaten them up there, should have swept them, and just beat Tennessee. Why can't we win these two? We got our quarterback back, and we're healthy. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff uh, together. I think next week we'll have a very a tone of Gardner got us here. Gardner did his job. Gardner got us to where it's it's still a possibility. And now we've got the quarterback back who's, you know, St. Nick when it comes to uh, November and December. That'll be the feeling next week. It, and it turns any Indianapolis game into, obviously, must-win I've overused. But it turns it into a potential season-turner. It could be. It could
0: be. We'll see what the Jags have in store next week. Uh, they got a weekend to think about it, or not think about it, get away from this thing. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. We'll look at the AFC South, the standings. We'll go through the division rivals' schedules the rest of the way. Schedule comparison coming up. A little later, Chris Conley. We caught up with him in the locker room yesterday before the players got away, and we'll pick our players to watch in the second half. This is Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Fields Auto Group and the Jaguars Digital Network. Workers' compensation and auto injury claims can be a hassle. Getting your prescriptions shouldn't be. At Smart Workers Pharmacy, they provide free home delivery of prescriptions with no upfront cost or hassle for the patient. They work with insurance companies and attorneys to handle the paperwork so you can focus on what's most important, getting better. If you're injured on the job or in an auto accident, ask your prescriber to send your prescriptions to Smart Workers Pharmacy. Visit smartworkerspharmacy.com to learn more. The official pharmacy of the Jacksonville Jaguars. jaguars happy hour presented by the fields auto group jp shadrick john osier final day before this place shuts down yeah. for a few days
1: yeah well it feels because some areas of the building it's already shut down Good that's, point it's just uh, just me providing some commentary uh, you're getting a little <laughs> deep
0: uh, yes that's okay it is that time of year i mean the, the jags are away from here until december so, you know, oh, it's London yeah. game bye week, two road games. And uh, that's that's kind of the hole in the schedule, at least for a home part of it here in Jacksonville with the London game in there. You get a big window of time a lot of times when the team is not here. Happy vacay. <laughs> Let's move forward to the AFC South standings before you get yourself in trouble. Uh, the uh, Houston Texans, of course, lead the way now. Six and three. The Indianapolis Colts 5-3, and three. Jags and Titans are both 4-5. and five. And it feels like, you know, this could, in you know, the next few weeks will be huge in this. Of course, the Jaguars have the Titans and the Colts, or the uh, Colts and the Titans back-to-back. Uh, coming up after the bye week, they're done with Houston. Of course, the Jags lost both games to the Houston Texans this year. The schedule this week, Texans and Jaguars are both off. But the Chiefs go to Nashville to face the Titans Big football game at Nissan Stadium Sunday at one o'clock. The Dolphins go to Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis to face the Colts. Dolphins at one and seven. That's a four o five kickoff on Sunday. What do you think of those two games, Johnny?
1: Well, the uh, Chiefs Titans obviously huge. The Chiefs have been, uh, I guess, not sprinting lately. Is probably the best. I don't say they're stumbling because they're six and three, but since Mahomes' injury, they've been sort of hot and cold. Uh, I feel like they'll. Beat the Titans because it feels like the Chiefs are a team that is going to have a home playoff game this year, and they need to get busy doing that. I think th- I think they're still really good. They beat the Vikings last week. That would um it wouldn't end the Titans' season, but it would be really tough to come back from four and six at this point. Obviously, that's a long road up. Uh, the other game was what it was. Uh, Colts, it was the Dolphins, and the Colts. Yeah. um, the Dolphins are interesting because they haven't given up. You know, everybody's saying they're tanking. They still seem to be playing hard. Uh, it would seem like a mammoth upset. The X factor there is how healthy is Brissette? Uh, Do the Dolphins have a lot of times these teams that are uh, sort of written off and that organizationally realize they're playing for the future will have surges where the players believe. And what comes to mind is 2013, Gus Bradley's first year, awful start 0-8 everybody sort of conceded that year Mm -hmm. that, hey, we're playing for the future, draft picks, all that stuff. But then they went and won. They won like three or four or something, right? Yeah, and then once they won their first one, they had a period where they really believed. And all the players were all in still. It wasn't near the end of the season. Dolphins are kind of there. So you get the idea. It's one of those games. If If they can get something good to happen to them early, then they still believe enough to maybe give a team with an injured quarterback some trouble. I still think the Colts win. Interesting thing about the Jaguars schedule. We sort of touched on it a minute ago. Yeah. I think the Texans, realistically, unless a miracle happens, it's going to be tough to catch them. Down down two in the loss column, use a baseball term, and you're down a tie break. But the Colts, five and three, are still ahead of you in the wild card. Beat them, start to reel them back in, still control your destiny against them because you play them again. Raiders and Chargers play this week. You play them. They're both still ahead of you. You play them twice. There's a lot of teams that the Jaguars can take care of and get them back to them. I think the Chiefs probably win their division. The Ravens probably win their division. So now you're talking about a bunch of teams right around four and five, four and four. You play some of them. So you control yourself. And that's it. Mm-hmm. I, it's a long shot to get the division, or it's a long shot to get the wild card, even at four and five. Sure, it is. But if you didn't play these teams, then it'd be out of your hands. You're still in a situation now where I'm sure Foles is going to get back here and say, hey, I've been through this before, fellas. You just got to keep ticking off wins. In our case, if we tick off wins, we start bringing teams back to us. So uh, those will be the storylines. As Chris Conley, I think, said after the game on Sunday, he went through sort of a whole rigmarole quote. And then at one point he says, but we just got to win. (laughs) And and that's really what it is. At, At this point when you're four and five, you've lost more than you won start winning some games, and a lot of these scenarios we're going to start talking about, they start taking care of themselves.
0: Let's compare some schedules now that you brought it up. The Houston Texans schedule uh, the rest of the way here. They're off this week, of course. Then it gets a little tough coming up. They're at the Ravens, home against the Colts on a Thursday, a short week, and then home against the Patriots on Sunday night football. That's a tough three-week stretch there coming up. And then uh, home against the Broncos at the Titans at the Bucks and home against the Titans. So Titans two times in the last three weeks of the season for the Houston Texans. For the Indianapolis Colts, uh, their schedule coming up. The uh, team that the Jaguars are closest to in the division right now. Dolphins this week, Jaguars next at the Texans on a Thursday. Titans, Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Jags. So there's the Colts schedule coming up.
1: Yeah, to me with the Colts. Uh... You've got to take care of them yourself, and you have the opportunity to do that. If you know, The bottom line is sometimes we start talking about scenarios, and you start talking about, well, if this team loses, this team loses. Um, at some point, if you deserve to be in the playoffs, you need to win your way there. With the, with the Jags and the Colts, they're going to have a chance to win their way there and, and not need help against this team. I look at the Colts' schedule with that outside of the Jaguars. I see a lot of games with the Colts, I think, I feel like they ought to win. They probably feel like they ought to be the Jaguars. But you can reel this team back in by beating them yourself. So their schedule is great. I think there's a loss or two outside the Jags. But give them two losses uh, from you and see how quickly you think you're back in it with them. And that's what you got to do this time of year. When well, you've played your way sort of out of it, that's right. at least they have a chance to play their way back into it still.
0: Still do. Yeah. Um, and with uh, what, nine down and seven to go. We're back in a moment. We'll hear from Chris Conley, Jaguars wide receiver. Caught up with him in the locker room yesterday. We'll pick our players to watch as well. It's the bi-week edition of Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by the Fields Auto Group on the Jaguars Digital Network. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Take home a delicious game day win with free delivery from Mellow Mushroom, powered by DoorDash. Their signature stone-baked pizzas, sandwiches, and Mellow Munchies are the perfect play to score big with your family and friends. Order online at order.mellowmushroom.com and don't forget to follow on Facebook where the Roar of the Jaguars will make a special delivery to one lucky fan during every away game. Place your order today and get the taste that's
1: deliciously Duvall.
0: Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Coming up at Daly's Place, Sting. That's in a couple of days. Sarah Bareilles, November 22nd. And then meet and grease with Danny and Sandy, John Travolta, and Olivia Newton. John, that's December 15th. Tony Vasselli will be front and center. Tickets at Dalysplace.com. Welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour. Presented by the Fields Auto Group, J.P. Shadrick, John Osier. And uh, the locker room was closed officially yesterday, but we had access. We got access yesterday after the Nick Foles news. Oh, well,
1: you're an insider.
0: And we caught up with our regular co-host on this program on Wednesdays, Chris Conley, who explained the quarterback decision, what it means for the offense moving ahead. Our regular guest host on Wednesdays, Chris Conley in the locker room. On a Tuesday, we taped this. The players are about out of here. Let's start with the big news, though. Nick Foles is coming back. As the quarterback, what's the reaction of the offense and the team?
3: Uh, We're excited uh, for the opportunity uh, of him being back in the huddle. You know, it's a guy that a lot of guys enjoy playing with, but uh, I think a huge thing that this team is echoing is uh, so grateful for the effort and, you know, the play of Garner Minshew, of him coming out there, helping us win games uh, and keep the season alive. You know, really, he's one of those guys who, when leaned on, got so much better. Uh, over the course of the preseason and through those first games, uh, to put this offense in a position uh, to to be viable, you know, each week, and uh, you know, this team, we're not out of anything, and and a lot of that is due to the play of 15.
0: Yeah, uh, showed a lot of grit, and from a guy that outside of the building, you didn't really know a lot about after training camp, but you guys had, uh, and even after week one, there was a lot of question marks about how
3: he would come in and play, but.
0: He answered all the questions, I guess, right?
3: Yeah, you know, and I think the thing is, is, is there's a lot, a high ceiling for number 15, and you know, he's going to continue to work and get better. And you know, as Nick Foles said, is it's not just one guy in a QB room that that really makes it go. You know, it's the guys behind him, being his eyes and his ears, helping him go on there and make decisions. Um, and so we'll still be leaning on Garner even if he's not the one out there making those passes.
0: What changes now for the receivers with number seven back in there? Does it go back to, to, what? Is it more of a style that you had coming into the season? How much did it change when 15 came in and, and what can you expect moving ahead with seven now?
3: Oh, you know, things are uh, really mobile with 15 in there. Uh, a lot of plays made on the run. Uh, seven's not quite as mobile <laughs> as 15, <laughs> uh, but seven seven's uh, a big guy uh, and, and really likes to push the ball downfield. So. Uh, you know, I expect us to have to get our wind in a little bit of a different way. Maybe not on scrambles, but a lot of deep balls and, and being able to affect coverage and stretch the field. Four and five team going into the bye week, but a couple division games
0: coming up, uh, seven games to go. As you said, there's still a lot left in this season for this football team to play for, and there are a lot of things still out there for this team, right?
3: Yeah, um, everything that we want is out there in front of us. Uh, we just have a lot less room for error now. Um, you know, we, Looking at this film, it's... You know, you say close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but there are so many times where we're so close to the momentum swinging in an opposite direction in this game. You know, being down by six points after you know a half of football uh, and really having three opportunities to get points up on the board and not getting them uh, is huge. You know, you, the, the game swings if you even hit just a field goal uh, in that first half, much less get a touchdown. Uh, and so, you know, those those small things are things that we have to take into account that we can't take for granted. Uh, but moving forward, knowing that, you know, all's not lost. Uh, that, that can't be a position that people take. Uh, it's not one that we're taking in this locker room. Um, and, you know, we're moving forward uh, on this and, and trying to get better. we got to go and play some of these division games uh, and play some more games on the road and get wins. Final thought of your bye week plans for you. Where are you going? Uh, you know, this bye week I'm just going to go uh, back home uh, to Atlanta, uh, spend some time with the people I love, uh, the people who uh, – got me to this point right now. Uh, got a full day blocked off to take the wife uh, to a spa and you know, pay attention to her and remind her, "Hey, I'm your husband," you know. You know the the football season can get long and drawn out, um, but you know, this is a little bit of a reprieve that I can spend with her.
0: Chris Conley, our regular co host on Wednesdays here on Jaguars Happy Hour. And uh, yeah, I found it interesting there. How will, how will this thing be different on offense? Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to push the ball down the field a little bit more. That was what Conley said right there.
1: Well, push the ball down the field a little more. And I think Nick will see what's going on quicker than Gardner Minshew did because he's a veteran. I mean, the ball will get out quicker. I'm getting a lot of questions about what about his mobility and uh, what about the pass rush? that seemed to make Gardner move and the Gardner had to scramble away from a lot. And it's not that Nick will never get sacked, but the ball will come out so much quicker that a lot of the creativity plays, a lot of the uh, Minshew mania plays, uh, the magic, you may not need with Foles because he, he's going to get the ball out on the first or second read. He's going to see it. It's going to be quicker. And I think that will help the offensive line look a lot better than it did in the first nine games.
0: Speaking of offensive line, yeah. Well. Tony Baselli will join us after the break. A surprise guest in studio will uh, pick our players to watch in the second half of the uh, back end of the season now for the Jacksonville Jaguars at 4-5. and five. Heading into the bye week, it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Fields Auto Group on the Jaguars Digital Network.
1: You can step
0: up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Workers' compensation and auto injury claims can be a hassle. Getting your prescriptions shouldn't be. At Smart Workers Pharmacy, they provide free home delivery of prescriptions with no upfront cost or hassle for the patient. They work with insurance companies and attorneys to handle the paperwork so you can focus on what's most important, getting better. If you're injured on the job or in an auto accident, ask your prescriber to send your prescriptions to Smart Workers Pharmacy. Visit SmartWorkersPharmacy.com to learn more. The official pharmacy of the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm yes, going to go ahead and
3: do it right. Oh, wow. So give a tear
0: for the orange and blue. Waving forever, forever proud of old Florida. Missy Drew never we will sing a song for our flag today. Tear for the team at play. Yeah. On to the goal. We'll find our way for
4: Florida. Let them see this real quick. Oh, man, that looks good. Oh, yeah.
0: Laurenti <laughs> McCray lost the bet to Chris Conley. And he didn't sing the right fight song, but he wore the, the Georgia helmet. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick, John Osher, and Tony Baselli, fresh off a golf course. Yeah.
4: bye week. Good for bye you. Not that, like that, that that ever stops me from playing golf. No, right. <laughs> it's different half. Yeah. No, uh, nothing. The only difference is I'll go, I'm will go. i going up to Boston and uh, watch a little FSU BC. Oh, cool. That'll be good. Yeah, that'll that's be it. Weekend, so. that's it. I
2: heard that's a
0: cool little
4: stadium. Like I've at, never been. At Boston, Boston College or campus. I like Boston, too. Good city, good restaurants, good food.
1: And you get to see your son play, most likely. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah,
4: he hurt his ankle last week, but I guess he practiced today. So, now, I'll, as I've told, told him, not that I'm – Maybe this is a bad dad. I said, listen, if you're not playing, I'm not going. It's <laughs> important to be honest, uh, not, to be tr- honest in parenting, listen, I mean, just it's, tell them the truth. I'm not up there. Tough love. <laughs> I'll, I'll go to the golf course instead. Let's, uh, this is the segment of the show
0: where we pick players to watch, mm-hmm. usually for the next week's game, but there is no game this week for the Jaguars. So we'll pick players to watch the rest of the season. Seven games to go. Um, Tony, we're going to kind of fly by the seat of our pants here. We, we don't have graphics ready for you. We didn't That's know fine. you were coming in today, but pick an offensive guy and a defensive guy to watch the rest of the year. Well, the
4: offense is easy. It's Nick Foles for me. I mean, he's, you know, there's no secret I went on the show Monday night and said we're running the table because of Nick Foles. I think he's, I thought he was a great signing in the offseason. He did nothing to prove me anything different in my mind. Uh, only 11 snaps, but what you saw in training camp. So obviously he's the key. I'll be watching him. And then defensively, uh, for me, it's uh, Yannick Ngakwe because you're going to have a decision to make at the end of the year. Um, and I think Yannick's played really well the last mm-hmm. three weeks. And I think he's a guy that, you know, especially with cha- the trade of 20, mm-hmm. it's not just his play on the field, which the last three weeks has been very good. He had the hamstring. You can tell he wasn't healthy early. He is the type of guy you need in that locker room. Yep. And I think the leadership, the toughness, uh, he's a pro. Uh, so in my, in my mind... If he continues on the path the last few weeks, I think, I think you have to pay him. And I was in this offseason said I wouldn't pay him more than nineteen, but I think you're gonna to have to pay him more than nineteen because I don't think you want to lose him.
1: I agree with you, Tony. And in the offseason, I was, I think I was in the same camp as you. If there's a limit, to how much you can pay this guy, and I don't usually think that you bring off the field that much into that decision. In his case, it has been remarkable as angry and as resentful as. as human nature could have said that he would have been over not getting the contract which that always slips into it uh an angry example maybe too much but there could have been some animosity sure, absolutely uh, he comes back and however you do it mentally has put that completely aside and been a complete pro he has done it how you would the textbook of doing it the right way and of being able to put that emotion aside and once he got in here Players, coaches, everything. He has been 100% a teammate. I'm sure there's some front office stuff but that's uh, but that away. That doesn't matter. The Foles stuff, I, I think Foles is the guy I chose as my player to watch. So mm-hmm. I'll go ahead. The most interesting thing to me, Tony, has been the respect that the team has, I mean, the players, for Nick Foles. There's something about a guy that they have seen on the podium at the Super Bowl holding that trophy that brings that respect. They really believe in this guy, and there's something to having had that success that I think maybe fans sometimes forget. These guys know that he's done it.
4: The ring carries weight. Yeah. And when you're the MVP and the ring, it carries a lot of weight. Yeah. He's proven it. And th- that's why I think I was a little bit – I mean, I said, JP, on, JP on the show uh, two weeks ago, Monday night, I said, I'd go with Foles no matter what. No yeah, that was before the London game. Yeah. Before the London game. Had nothing to do with Gardner Minshew. What he uh, what he's done is outstanding. He gives you the best chance of winning. Nothing against Gardner. I think he can be the future quarterback of this franchise. He's under contract for three more years after this year. We forget what Nick Foles did and why you paid him to come in here, and nothing has changed there. So uh, he's critical. It's uh, There will be a little bit of added pressure. I don't think it will affect him because, you know, as well as Mint you played, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it will be interesting. Now you're sitting there with
1: the guy that you plan on paying all playing all along coming in in relief. To me, the pressure part, though, and I've made this point a couple of times this week, if anybody can handle that. He'll be fine. It's this guy. Yep. But if you had signed, say, a younger guy who hadn't been through it, say you signed an A.J. McCarron, for lack of a better, you know, right. and you bring him in, and he's walking around for eight weeks in the locker room hurt, and like he's looking at all of his teammates wearing mustaches and caps, and yeah, yeah. that could cause a little weirdness. With Foles, he's been through so much and seen oh, yeah, so we, much. We forget. I don't he, think he blinked. He's been benched. He's been cut. He's yeah. been traded. He's won a Super Bowl
4: and then still lost the job he's to the other guy. He's perfect for I mean, this situation. Yeah, he's going to be fine. No doubt.
0: Um, well, well, I had Ngakwe as well, so you had Foles. I'm going with Leonard Fournette also. Um, he's been solid this year, but you saw last week they plugged up the running lanes and made the kid beat him, and he couldn't beat him in London. So for Leonard Fournette to get going, maybe it opens up a little more with Nick Foles in there if they can have a consistent passing game down the field. Uh, Fournette's on his way to uh, a fantastic campaign, of course, both in the running game but in the passing game too. He's been key out of the backfield with the lack of a tight end. He's been kind of the guy out of the backfield to get some play there. Uh, Can he stay healthy, which he has so far? Mm -hmm. Can he stay motivated? Seems like he is. Um, can he do that down the stretch? I think that'll be key for this uh, team in December.
4: Well, you just said something really critical, I think, for the su- success of this team is the lack of a tight end, which is a lack of the middle-of-the-field threat. It's
1: been as, as big a story as it's been in the first eight yeah,
4: games. Yeah, and, and then no DD last week. and I heard you uh, on Frank's show, John. You, you were dead on. We discounted the fact of not having him in the slot, what that
1: meant. And all of a sudden, you get three guys basically That's right. offensively.
4: And so, the, you know, an ancillary guy to watch is Josh Oliver. I mean, they drafted him in the third round to be that middle of the field guy, and he has not looked it in the mm-hmm. couple games he's come back. Now he's rusty, he's young, and so hopefully uh, you get some
1: production out of him. Otherwise, you have a
4: now all of a sudden you go into the offseason, you got to go find a one or two mm-hmm. guys that, yeah. to,
1: that play that position. I would think they got to find one anyway. No matter what, but even if, if Oliver's good which they believe Oliver's good. I mean, everybody you talked to around here still believes that Oliver's going to be fine. And I'm not I'm not saying I right.
4: disagree. I just haven't – has anyone seen it?
1: They haven't seen anything. But I've got to think that when they're self-scouting, a, a huge amount of time offensively in the meeting rooms this week, whatever they're doing, has to be spent on, on on trying to figure out a way to utilize this kid. Because to me, Tony, I don't know how you feel about uh, Foles in this regard. If they can't find something in the middle of the field, they're still going to play the same defense. And – and try to force him to do what Minshew couldn't. Maybe he'll be better at it. But that's still a huge factor offensively. It's not all Gardner why the offense is slowed down. No, not, not down at last all. No,
4: it's not by any means all uh, Gardner Minshew. So you gotta have you have to have something to hold the middle of the field, make it open up the guys outside. And if it's not uh, the tight end, then you got to work Dede across mm-hmm. the middle and, and uh, try to hold that territory or open up that territory for the rest of the guys.
0: There you have it. Our players to watch for the uh, last seven games of the season coming up. Tony, a uh, pleasant surprise to see you. Thanks oh, for you coming know, I, in, man.
4: I was bored sitting at home. A little golf. Figure I'd come join you guys on the uh, midday show. It all was right?
1: a surprise. I'll say that. <laughs> pleasant. That, hurt. that hurts, John. <laughs> you know what I'll, miss, really it, I'll miss this week of having to write something for you. Oh, <laughs> <Well>, that's fair. <laughs> that's, uh, and I'll miss reading. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As we all will. Uh, have a great week, guys. Uh, Tony, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. John, we'll talk to you uh, next week after the pie. I'll be here. Jaguars are 4-5 and five at the bye week. They have the week off, of course, and then back to uh, face the Indianapolis Colts in week 11. Thanks to our entire crew. Thank you for watching. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by the Fields Auto Group on the Jaguars Digital Network.